All right. So hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Spinsters vs. Spinster, where Kelly and I choose some films um, that we both love or adore or hate or whatever, and we have a friendly debate about them. Either it be in a series or be a sequel or just like a film that either I love or she loves, and we just have a friendly discussion about these films. And it is my turn to pick the um, Spinster vs. Spinster, because I'm pretty sure Kelly has picked the last three. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I left it up to you to decide what we were going to debate next. Yes, exactly. And one night I had an inspiration and I realized that Kelly and I are going to debate the two films from the Prom Night series, Prom Night 1 versus Prom Night 2, because I'm a big fan of Prom Night 1 and Kelly is a huge fan of Prom Night 2. Hello, Mary Lou! (laughs) Which doesn't surprise me once we get into this conversation about that film. I'm just like, this doesn't surprise me though. This is Kelly's favorite film. <laughs> yeah, so because we always uh, record videos for this for for fun coven exclusive stuff. Hello, Mary Lou. Prom night two is what I am debating today, and Jess, I'm so <laughs> surprised that you how I can't believe and surprised that you like a very basic slasher movie over this wonderful, campy, supernatural female revenge movie. I'm so surprised. (laughs) So this will be interesting. (laughs) We should just put in the ding ding right now and then get into it. (laughs) Because the gloves are already off, I guess. They are. Especially when you add in the uh, female revenge part. I'm just like, oh, good job there. Also, what? Oh, you better not have any kind of like guests appear or something. (laughs) First off, the theme songs, comparatively, oh my god. Okay, the sweet, like, old 50s song or the cheesy, overly saccharine theme song of Prom Night. Oh, God. (laughs) There's definitely going to be, like, just some personal preferences between these two films of what I like, and that's definitely one of them. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. I I, I can understand that, right? Um, You definitely have a little more... Well, like, Prom Night 2 is definitely much more campy than Prom Night 1, for sure. It goes in that direction, like, 100%. It just takes a steam train into it. Yep, absolutely. And that's kind of what bothers me a little bit, is that it goes from one thing to the next, like, it goes from, like, I think I wrote in my notes, like, four to, like, a thousand and a hundred. I was like, what is happening? (laughs) So, briefly, what are your stories with these movies? Like, how were you introduced to them? This time around, I did not introduce them to you, I think. Yes. No, you did not introduce me to them. I was introduced to them uh, early on when I started finding out about Canadian horror. So, Mm. you guys, if you remember, I'm actually a big fan of uh, Canadian horror, especially from the early 1970s and 80s, and we talked about that in our Cronenberg episode. And I really like Jamie Lee Curtis in the 70s and 80s, like her early films. So, after I saw Halloween and The Fog, I researched more to find out what other movies she was in, and she was in Prom Night. And so... I picked up a DVD set of like Prom Night 1, 2, and 3 and uh, watched those on my own. Oh, there you go. So that's 
so that's how I was introduced to the series. Right. Me, oh, I don't, I don't know. It was a long time ago. So many of these things I don't remember. Um, so no, no like big dramatic stories. I just like watch them yeah. at some point. Except, okay, Prom Night, I don't remember when I saw it for the first time. Okay, I do have a story about Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2, which I'm sure is there's like a portion that's like ingrained in my mind. So, so as a kid, I remember there was a movie I had seen numerous times that I liked, but hadn't seen probably in like 20 years. I was like, what movie was that? And I was, it was about five years ago. I started buying up a bunch of horror movies. Um, partner and I split up. So it was revamping and re, you know, getting back into mm-hmm. buying mm-hmm. some movies for myself and kind of went on a, like a super shopping spree. And so I bought Prom Night and Prom Night 2 together and was watching Hello, Mary Lou, Pro, uh, Prom Night 2 and it gets to a specific scene because I had vividly remembered the rocking horse and how it was alive and it really gave me the creeps as a kid and like her fingers and it like sucking and licking her fingers. I was like, I remember this film, but I couldn't remember like after 20 years what it actually was. So when I went to watch Hello, Mary Lou Prom Night 2, I thought it was for the first time. And then it gets to that point. I'm like, oh, my God. That this is the movie. <laughs> this is it. Had like this epiphany and this realization that I've actually seen this movie before. So that was super fun. Uh, <laughs> so prom night, though, you know, like I said, I feel like it's just like this very beige, very flat, basic <laughs> slasher movie. Oh, wow. Yes. She threw out the B word, the beige word. <laughs> beige. Well, watch that movie. Very beige. I did watch that movie, and I don't think so at all. I think it's got really crazy lighting that's really interesting, especially they have a disco floor. They do it, like, at their prom, it's a disco dance floor, and they have those amazing dance sequences, and the epic kind of, like, music video dance that Jamie Lee Curtis is like, that's awesome. How is that beige? That's nowhere near beige. So you're talking about the very end of the movie, which (laughs) I think the last five minutes of the film is really the only interesting part Like, you get one hour into prom night, you get one kill, okay? And that's Kelly. One hour into a slasher film, and you've got one kill. Already? And so you get so many of the kills happening in the latter half of the film, which for a slasher, Mm. again, whew, it's very slow, low blood. It's like minimal gore, minimal violence. Some stuff's off screen or, like, just slightly off, so... Yeah, it's but just it feels very, very Canadian. That's what I love about that. It feels Canadian, and that's what happens with a lot of these Canadian films, except for um, um, My Bloody Valentine, where you have like the first kill. But wouldn't it also be in um, Black Christmas? We don't get a kill right away. Oh no, we do. We just uh, the first girl gets killed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, it takes a while to get to our first kill. <laughs> Granted, but technically, those children killed the little girl. So by accident, yes, yes, yes. but like. Or, or was it by accident? I don't know. That one girl looked really, like, pushing it. Um, yeah. Well, one <laughs> the was... Beginning. I totally forgot. Hey, so rewatching this. Like, it opens up, and I was like, ah, oh, these fucking kids. This is so boring. of the stupid song playing. Um, so they're boring hide-and-go-seek, but then the kids, like, it goes dark, and they're like, kill, yes. kill, 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 kill. Then the girl dies, and then it's like... Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
what's dark and interesting with these creepy kids, of course. Um, and then it just doesn't really go far. Like, to me, it kind of reminds me of, like, a really basic, and because and I guess because right now I'm on a Fear Street novel kick, it reminds me of a very basic Fear Street novel. Like, one of the really early ones where it's just, like, you have, like, these kids who accidentally kill another kid by accident, mm-hmm. and then, like, later on they grow up, and, like, the brother is actually the killer. Sorry, spoilers, guys. These are spoilers. You know, but it's actually the killer because he's getting revenge because he saw those other kids kill his sister, right? And he's like, he was yep. plotting this. He was befriending everyone and getting into the group. And then when their backs were turned, he just started killing everyone. Right. And it was just kind of like, oh, that's like, remind. And that was like, a, and it all happens in a high school. It's like high school drama. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. So you are not generally a fan of slasher movies. So what is it about this one that you apparently love so much? I really like how in this one, the all the women are very sexually confident in this film. I love how like Jude is asking the boy out and Kim is asking Nick for sex and Wendy is willing to tell Lou to get mm-hmm. to do what she wants to mm-hmm. skip out of stuff. You know, it's just like, yeah, and like they're really like they're in, like, they're rambunctious and they're fun. And I just kind of liked like for me, when I first saw this film, I didn't guess the killer until the very end. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't yeah. think it was the brother. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. How- there's no way and that's what I like I like that element of surprise whereas I find in a slasher it's like well you know it's gonna be Jason Voorhees you know it's gonna be this person like you you don't you you don't get that who done it right, so I like that right. there's kind of like a little bit of this complex yeah. story and then you get what's the other element of it you know and I just said like because you get to know these characters and their personalities a bit more and that reminds me of more of like the Canadian films with like Black Christmas and My Bloody Valentine like you get to know these people more and so you feel a little bit more for them yeah um, yeah because they feel relatable to me right in the sense but they're also probably too old as teenagers yet. I don't know what's <laughs> happening in the 70s. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis, she's probably done, what, Terror Train by now and yeah. The Fog, so she's getting up there. <laughs> That's fair. Teenagers. Yeah, a lot of those women, it's it's definitely more progressive than you would think. You know, it came mm. out in the 1980s, so we're riding the wave of you know, sexual liberation and everything of the 70s. And even mm. though it came out in 1980, it's very 70s in look and feel and sound. And I know you yes, kind of have like yes. a personal preference and I a personal do, interest in 70s. Whereas for me, personal preference is 80s. You know, mm-hmm, we've got mm-hmm. the the looks, like the 80s fashion, the characters, the music and, 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 and stuff like that. So that is a personal reference preference fucking disco hell no 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 i can appreciate (laughs) the dancing and everything but i'd rather not just rather not with the disco music and the dancing but i get it Just so everyone knows, and if I don't, I'm sure Jess, you know this, but Pro- Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2 is also Canadian. It was filmed in Alberta, yes. and it was originally intended to be a standalone film called The Haunting of Hamilton High. But because Prom Night, the original, was pretty successful, they're like, let's just make this another Prom Night movie. So it feels obviously like totally very different. Yeah. It's set yeah. in the same school, so you have that. And there is this one like little callback and homage in Hello Mary Lou when 
the popular girl, somebody in Hello, Mary Lou, I'm sorry, I forget her name, but uh, she says, it's not who takes you, it's who brings you home. Yes, okay, which so the popular she girl on prom night line. says. Yeah. 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 Um, so there's that, which is nice. There is that weird subplot, two subplots in prom night that I have big question marks on. Like, the subplot of, like, the burned pedophile from six years ago that the cops, like, oh. he escaped. It might be him. And I was like, yeah, who is yeah. this person? Why do we care? Like, why is this being brought up? <laughs> he was the guy who was accused of it before. Like, they, when they couldn't figure find out who killed the girl, because, yes. like, the, none of, no one came forward, they just, like, blamed yeah. the local pedophile. And they're like, well, it was him. And clearly, yeah. like, you know, and they destroyed his lives because I know they were just like, no, we can't bring this up again. We're going to destroy his life again. Yeah. like, yeah, because he didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, no, he did do it. Sorry, I'm talking about a different movie, but um, he didn't do it. In but this, he was put yeah. in jail for it and yes. he escaped because he was innocent. Yeah. But then they were thinking it. So, yeah, there, it, it does, like, get convoluted in that sense because you're just like, okay, th- this is where they're trying to misdirect you because they yeah. want you to not think it's the brother because that is the big reveal. And you're like, yes. oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little strange, a little, like, I think clumsily done. I mean, I kind of jumped away from this, but I do enjoy the the reveal and everything. So I really do mm. like the ending of, of Prom Night, but like you just have to get through so much beige to get to the last five minutes of the film. <laughs> like the fucking, the guy gets decapitated and the head flies yes, down the walkway on the stage. Scene. I'm just like, whoa, this movie just went to a place. <laughs> And then the movie's over and everybody's crying. I was like, well, this is sad. And the fucking stupid song chimes in. I was like, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> It's a, it's a mixed bag of a mixed bag of things, but I guess I also realized too it's come become a comfort movie for me because I've watched it a couple times oh. uh, since it, throughout the pandemic and like even the other night like I had just thrown it on as yeah. just like a comfort film because it just oh. you know it kind of lulls me to sleep. Yes, <laughs> but then you're definitely like, will lull you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's definitely definitely very comforting. But um, yeah, so I guess yeah, I don't know. I want to say I will win or you or not, but we're having a friendly debate. So I can see your points, definitely. Yeah. And then, like, premise-wise, again, like, I am a slasher movie fan, so the fact that Prom Night is a slasher is is fun to me. I mean, there's many other ones that I'd rather put on. I would rather watch many other Friday the 13th movies over Prom Night because the kills are there. It's just, like, it's Mm. the pacing isn't slow. Like, it's, it's, you know, my slasher's got to be fast-paced. Like, I need to see people murdered and there's blood and guts. Like, that's what I'm coming generally for a slasher for, unless you have a really cool female character character like scream you know that type of thing and I actually made a note about when you say that I made a note about watching Mary Lee too and I'm like this reminds me of an early version of scream and like all Mm. of a sudden everything just like clicked in my mind I was like early version of scream we have like net like um like nightmare elm street sequences i'm mm-hmm. just like yeah this is definitely kelly's movie yeah right away. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so again i am a slasher yeah. fan so i mean i like that prom night is is a slasher though i think it's just like a very beige like a flat basic one and then you get over to he- hello merrily prom night too but it's like a mixed bag you got supernatural elements you got slasher elements mm-hmm. you got possession mm-hmm. elements yes. you've got a little bit of rubber reality you got this kind of like weird inventive kills happening which yeah I, I'm really drawn mm-hmm. to this movie 
is it's a hell of a lot of fun. And there's tons of horror references. Horror movies exist in the world of Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. There are characters with last names Craven, Romero, King, Carpenter. They mention The Exorcist. So we have that like bit of like a horror yeah. nerd, film nerd, you know, and he just, like keeps bringing out those Exorcist references. It's like, oh, she's totally possessed. Anybody got any pea soup? You know, it's, <laughs> it's kind of yeah. self-referential, you know, and and I love that like that how as a horror fan do you not love that <laughs> there's an actual priest that comes in and performs an exorcism yes. like the exorcist yes. <laughs> so, exactly <yeah. laughs> that's for me like the first when I first watched this movie though I always think of Degrassi Junior High I'm oh, like, this yep. is what Degrassi Junior High would be if it was a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then it gets very supernatural. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, 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 that priest. I was like, is he doing an occult ritual? Is this what your exorcism is? Because it looks very occult. Like, what is this happening? So random, you know, it's not the run-of-the-mill, like, basic kind of exorcism situation that you would have in a movie. So I guess that's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> Gone. Come on. There's no God, buddy. And there's no heaven. And do you know what pissed me off the most? No fucking wings. I have to say, you know, comparatively, kills, death, murder, mayhem, gore, Hello, Mary Lou is way better. Those practical effects, again, probably because here we are, it is a later mm. in the 80s movie, right? So mm-hmm. you are going to get more of our practical effects, our latex, our blood, and this like extravagance that we if you love 80s horror you would love that aspect of it but like the chalkboard scene the locker scene the mirror scene like those are really fantastic scenes of practical effects mm-hmm. yeah i'm not i'm not gonna like disagree with you on that at all like you're right they have some really amazing practical effects for the 80s and like i said they remind me of nightmare on elm street dream sequences yeah, they, yeah. and they add that bonus to it as well but then i get like i feel weird about the um, incest with Vicky and her dad's kiss. <laughs> yes. We all feel That's weird about incest, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would hope so, like, anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is a weird thing that just gets thrown in uh, and then nobody talks about it again. No one ever talks <laughs> about it again. I'm like, why is this in here? The dad's just going into it. it. She's possessed, so like we get what's what like her vantage point, because it's not her it's not vicky yeah it's mary lou right yeah yeah and then the, the dad's just like i'm going with this I'm like what uh, happening wait <laughs> someone should be reacting here yeah yeah and it should be you <laughs> yeah you should be saying no but you're going with it okay <laughs> so you feel weird about the incest yeah i feel weird yeah. about that and then also i noticed this intense competition between Vicky and Mary Lou like they see other women as competition and yeah. I, I guess what gets to me at points where I'm just like because I in prom night we don't see that right like yeah. we do see like Kim and the other girl having their issue but I think they had a falling out and that the other girl's just popular but like and I feel like in Vicky Lee and Mary Lou just anyone is around them is a competition that she needs to make sure that she is being promiscuous as possible to make sure everyone yeah. rem- remembers who she is she was like yeah. you don't need to do that you could just be badass and stuff like that but like yeah. these women are not your enemies they they they're with you and that just bothers me a little bit right yeah no that's that's totally fair mary lou's a slut if you didn't remember no <laughs> they said that in the movie 
<laughs> I just called her a sexually promiscuous prom queen. Yes, yes. And she is unabashedly a whore. God love you. Yeah. And I say that in the most affectionate <laughs> way because I am the same. So I get that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, I think it's Jude. Jude is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Uh, it's Kim is Jamie Lee Curtis's okay, character. Okay, Jude and is her like Jude popular is... girl rival. But yeah, popular girl rival, yeah. Gotcha. That, um, yeah, we don't really understand why they have that rivalry, um, which was weird. I'd like to know a little bit more. I felt like a lot yeah. of the characters, though, I you're, I, I agree. And that was a great point about how the women are a little bit more like they're pretty progressive, you know, for 1980. Yeah. And that makes sense. And that's pretty refreshing. But generally, I find them still kind of flat. Like, I grant you, I couldn't tell you anyone's name in any of these movies. It's fine. Mary Lou, for sure. <laughs> Vicky, because she's the main character. Um, but kind of reminiscent of Carrie in, in Prom Night, where uh. we have the popular hot girl going up with a bad boy to get revenge on you know, the other girl that maybe be rising up in status a little bit yeah um so i was like oh what what are they going to do this is this is exciting just again reminiscent of carrie with uh those two characters again names i do not remember but uh (laughs) i liked that i liked that kind of like nod to to carrie another great yeah. 70s movie so figure this out for me um in prom night 2 what exactly is the plot like what is happening because i just feel like a lot of stuff is happening but what is the main goal is mary lou just trying to become the prom queen like have her crown that was stolen from her or what I would say so. Get revenge on the people that didn't help her when she was set aflame. I know one guy mm-hmm. did a half-ass attempt, and then he's like, "Whoa, fire!" Yeah. Um, and yeah, revenge, revenge, and get her crown because you know Mary Lou. She's a very colorful character, and she's got some shallow ideas and wants and desires. Yeah, let's get our crown. Let's actually be our our prom queen and get revenge, mainly revenge on those that allowed this all to happen. Yeah, through possessing another woman who accidentally wore the crown that was Mary Lou's crown. Yeah, they unearthed everything from that magical box. So, yeah. Yeah. Kind of the first one So it's one like there. Degrassi Junior High slash like Goosebumps. Because I find Goosebumps novels like that. Like someone yeah. who stumbles upon like yeah. this like old crown. There's like ghosts attached to yeah, it. Totally. And things start happening. Yeah. And then everything <laughs> just goes crazy. And you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, because you have um, Jess, I think her name was. She was like the drama like yeah, yeah. girl, the drama kid. Uh, I'm trying to get like fuck up the the crown and Mary Lou's like yeah. um hell no you will not be messing up this crown you will die now yes 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 <laughs> so shallow desires you, <laughs> and you know but I feel like her desire for revenge for being burned alive is valid because <laughs> it was a prank that went wrong right yes. like because yeah her guy that she's like, I guess, scorned or told him yeah. being like, hey, I don't have to go home with you if I, cho- if I yep. choose not to. Well, so like, go ahead, Mary Lou. You're right. Like, it's if you don't want to go home with that guy, all the power to you. And then that's not right for that guy to get all upset and pouty and be stupid about it. You can be upset, but don't set a girl aflame, you fucker. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know it wasn't the intention, but you threw a firecracker or like a firework down on the stage. Yeah. And she's wearing a big gown. You didn't think that through, guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I was pissed about that. I'm like, you are, you can't handle this woman's free spirit. Mm. <laughs> you know, she shoved it in your face. She's like, whatever. 
whatevs, whatever. I'm into yeah. this guy tonight, whatever. Um, couldn't handle it, set her aflame. I know he was upset and regretted it for like the next 30, 40 years, but uh, <laughs> you got what you deserve. Sorry, not sorry. But they kept, but they kept the crown and cape. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that would just be weird? Like, so every prom you just put the crown and cape of a dead person on someone? Yeah. Like, or was like it just like was always there? Work? Like it's because obviously. I'm going to say, obviously, it never has happened since. And this was like the first occurrence. So do they just like not realize that this is locked away in like the drama closet somewhere? <laughs> Why isn't this happening every year? Why isn't this fun thing happening every year? I don't, I don't Maybe know. it is. And it's like it becomes like this big thing yeah. later on. Maybe that was supposed <laughs> to be like part of the haunting of Hamilton High, right? Yeah. Then that would be like the first one and the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't seen any of the other sequels. I think there's two other ones. Have you? There is. Um, I have seen the third one, but I can barely remember it. Yeah. So I don't think it was that memorable for me. Yeah, so I'm sure it's not. I think it was in the, that one's like in the 90s. It came out, comes out later on. Yeah. But I should check it out again. So and then there's another one. But yeah. Um, so what are some big things that you dislike about Hello, Mary Lou Prom Night 2? Uh, well, those were two of the big things. Yeah. The competition, the incest. Right. How I just don't I don't I can't follow the story. So I don't like I just right. I had to ask you. So what's right. the plot? Of right. this movie. Revenge. Right. The crown. The end. The, the Iraq, let's wrap like, it up for you. Is, yeah, there you go. So <laughs> I just, I get confused and it gets, it goes all over the place and it reminds me of like a choose your own adventure book. Right. like, oh, we're going to go in this direction now. <laughs> yep. Oh, the, there's incest? Okay, cool. I'm going to not choose that adventure. Unchoose. Unchoose. <laughs> so I guess that's why like, for me, a sequel should be something that really kind of carries on the of story of the first one like it would have been interesting to see like what happened to Kim and her brother right because all you see at the end of the first movie is her hugging him yeah. and being like okay your brother just murdered a bunch totally. of other people and it's not doing well yeah. so it would have been interesting to see like what happens yeah. after that but all of a sudden you get this completely different thing you're yeah. like what okay, yeah I, exactly I didn't sign up for this setting it up that way and calling it prom night two is going to mess up people's expectations absolutely it was like the, it's like halloween three season of the witch people are like oh it's a yeah. halloween sequel oh fuck you know michael myers isn't in this so i don't like this yeah. blah 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 so it's its own movie i know they shoehorned that in so here we are <laughs> you know so if you put it as its own movie then i'm like as it's, you know what I'm just gonna have to say it as its own movie, it stands alone strong on its own. Yeah. So I don't think it should be considered a sequel to Prom Night. Right. It should to just be like its yeah. own film. Its so own movie. It's unfortunate that it didn't get that. Yeah. That they just crammed it in like that. Leave it named The Haunting of Hamilton High. Make this we another weird, campy <laughs> yeah. Canadian horror movie. That's great. Like it still is that, but uh, you know, just taking off the prom night because yeah, it's gonna mess up people's expectations. So yeah, I get that. That makes total sense. It. Uh, I yeah. I agree that a sequel should carry on the legacy and the story and bring a little something new to the table as a sequel should. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Should yeah. we talk about the endings a little bit more here? Because okay. though I like really I only like the ending of Prom Night, uh, like the last mm -hmm. five minutes, really. Great. Great. Um, so if I had to sit back and like compare them, I love the ending of Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2 even more. Holy moly. It's epic, right? This grotesque Mary Lou busting out of via Vicky because she's all like burned up and she's out to wreak havoc. Again, yeah, like the Vicky's practical dead. effects. 
Awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like Vicky ain't coming back. No, like, she is that's super like a pos- dead. That is like a possession. We're like that possession succeeded. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> true. That's true. That priest did a poor exorcism? Question mark. That's what he was doing with his occult ritual. Did he want it to happen? He wanted to bang Mary Lou. That's for sure. Yes. Oh, for and sure. And then Vicky. Yes, as Mary Lou. Yeah. Because <laughs> we have that. We have that epic scene in the beginning where like yep. Mary Lou's like, "I have sinned." Type thing. And oh yeah, and he's just over there in his robe with his boner. <laughs> uh, which I I know you love prom night. So what are your feelings on the, the the endings of both movies? You're right. I actually do like the ending of prom night two more than prom night one because it just ends. Like you just get yeah. that epic decapitation, the fight scene, and then the reveal, and then it's done. And yeah. I was like, oh. Where's where's the father? What happened to because uh, it's yeah. Leslie Nielsen that's in the yes, film? Like, what happened yeah, to him? Yeah. He just disappears. The mother, like this weird, you know, you're introduced to this interesting relationship between her mother and Kim yeah. and how she like lives in the shadow of her dead sister. Yeah. It just ends. And no yeah. like so it's that I, I'm not unsatisfied with with prom night two, and mm-hmm. that's prom night, and that's why I was like I was hoping in like a prom night two we would right. see more. Yeah. Whereas in Prom Night 2, you, like you said, you get this epic ending. You're like, well, I did not expect it to go there. And like you said, like, that girl's dead. Vicky is dead. <laughs> and no one's dead. coming back from that. Nope. Not when an, another being forces its way out of your body. Is that like pregnancy and birth? <laughs> birth? Like, yeah, kind of very similar. It warps out into of, the world I, and you're never the same and you're kind of dead inside? I don't know. Women, mothers, <laughs> <laughs> speak up. Let me know if that's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i was gonna say like our father figures uh we have leslie nielsen in prom night we have michael ironside in hello mary lou prom night too hello both classic yeah. like character actors but yeah, michael yeah. ironside come on better better <laughs> In my humble opinion. In your humble, yes. I grew up with Leslie Nielsen and knowing who he was. I not didn't know who Mike Ironside was until like a couple or so years ago when I got more in the horror community and he shows up in oh. a lot of things. Also, Michael Ironside is Canadian. Also is known as Leslie Nielsen. Okay. These are very okay. Canadian <laughs> films. <laughs> Very I thought Canadian I was going to get a one-up on you, and I'm like, um, I think Michael Ironside is Canadian. They're both Canadian. They're very Canadian films. <laughs> Just tonally very different. They're very tonally different. Again, I'll add this quote sequel to the weird tonally different sequels that I love. It's on my list yeah. that are just so, so what's the other one weird that's like really tonally weird that you love? Pet Cemetery 2, Pet Cemetery, Book of yes. Shadows, Blair Witch yes. 2, stuff like that that's just so, so, just like so vastly different than the first movie in the series. I'm like, what yes, is yeah, this? Yeah. <laughs> it's so, they're always so campy and strange and gotta love them. When you say that, that's how I feel about those other two movies, right? Like, I really like Pet Cemetery Terry one. I really like the Blair Witch one. And then I watched the sequels and I'm like, what is this? They're this not, not really sequels. That really? They're not sequels. They're their own movies now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, I guess any final thoughts, your final nail in the coffin to drive home why you think prom night is superior like i said in the last little bit there i feel it's a superior film just because it has this it does start begin this really interesting storyline and these interesting characters which is kind of like almost like a halloween or the friday the 13th and if they had gotten a really good sequel after that we could have probably seen more franchises come from these films 
but I know we did get franchises, but they're so like you know totally different, and I just can't always seem to get on board. Yeah, I don't know, especially because like, if I watch Prom Night One, I want to see Prom Night Two, and then I'm like, oh, but it's so different. <laughs> That's like a different night movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally very different. And you're right. If they, mm-hmm. I, I guess since they did Hello Mary Lou, and then again, I like I said, I haven't seen the other two, but I think they're all just like campy weird nonsense um that it's very different like prom night is very serious it is a very serious slasher movie exactly and i like those very serious 70s 80s slasher films like Mm -hmm. the burning and Mm -hmm. black christmas and those Mm -hmm. are my favorite yeah when they get too bonkers that's when i (laughs) tap out and that's usually the same thing with friday the 13th i start to tap out after a bit i'm like i can't stand these and everyone's like but what do you mean you don't love jason goes goes to new york i'm like because it's crazy (laughs) so different jason takes manhattan thank you (laughs) goes to New York. Goes yes. to the Big Apple. <laughs> My ending is, yes, very tonally different. And you're either going to be into that or you're not going to be into that. 70s versus 80s aesthetic. Again, there's going to be some personal preferences there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say because of it's like a mishmash of a premise, possession, supernatural revenge. We've got like tons of horror references. I feel like Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2 is a horror fans movie. I was going to say Wet Dream. Yeah. <laughs> With a rocking horse, licking your fingers. Tons of wonderful, almost like groundbreaking practical special effects. It's super fun. It's campy. It's highly entertaining. It's going to give you everything you want in a slasher movie. So I will forever champion Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. And here we are. And here we are. (laughs) Um, Folks, our next episode, because we've already discussed this and confirmed it, of Spinster versus Spinster is going to be on Sinister. So I love Sinister. It is on my like top 10 like favorite films of the 2010s so i love it and jess thinks it's overrated yes so we will be debating that in the next couple of months so until then folks thanks for listening bye Bye.